0: Yankee spring training rolling along in Tampa and Brian Hoke actually joins us from Clearwater this morning our MLB.com Yankees reporter. I'm Tim McMaster as the Yankees set to take on the Phillies on the Grapefruit League schedule. So some stuff to talk about Brian. We'll get into some guys who have played well and, and some great pitching performances as of late but I want to start with the injury front and that's Didi Gregorius and I guess every team's nightmare when you talk about the World Baseball Classic is for one of your players to take part in the event and end up getting hurt and to miss time during the regular season. That's exactly what's going to happen with Didi. Uh, he missed the semifinal for the Netherlands because of the injury. It's uh, strained subscapularis muscle. I believe I'm saying that right in his shoulder. It's his throwing shoulder. And now I guess he's going to miss all of April, correct?
1: It looks that way. Yeah, he's going to take two weeks off with no throwing whatsoever. Then he'll start a throwing program, and uh, they're saying generally it's probably going to take about six weeks, start to finish. So that that knocks him out for most of April, if not all of it. And uh, the Yankees are going to have to figure out a way to get through the first month of the season without their starting shortstop. And that, that is a big blow for the Yankees. Uh, I think that. The injury could have probably happened if he was in camp with the Yankees. Uh, I mean, he was completing a double play. Uh, you know, he throws hundreds of times a, a spring, but uh, it's always a little tough when your player is somewhere else and you hear he gets hurt. And this is two classics now in a row for the Yankees because if you remember, Mark Teixeira also injured himself uh, swinging off a tee in the classic, and that, that pretty much derailed his entire year.
0: Hopefully, D.D. makes a quicker recovery than that and can come back and and stabilize things up the middle for the Yanks. You had an interesting tweet, I thought, right away after the announcement um, the other day of the injury itself, and that was that, hey, it could be Tyler Wade that's the guy um, as the Yankees try to kind of get the guy going, the 22-year-old, and and you followed that up, I think, with something about the fact that, hey, maybe Tyler Wade is Ben Zobris for the Yankees or Brock Holt for the Yankees.
1: They're trying to make him into that. It's something that a couple of years ago, Joe Girardi had called down to Gary Denbo, their vice president of player development, and said, hey, uh, Brock Holt is playing every position for the Red Sox. Do we have anybody like that? And they said, we can make one. So they've been working on that with Wade for a while now, and he's been bouncing all around and playing different positions. He's played second, third, short. Uh, He's played all three outfield positions. I think pretty much everywhere except catch, pitch, and play first base. So, He's got the versatility to do it. Uh, he was going to be the starting shortstop at Triple-A. He still may be. Uh, they haven't decided that Wade's going north with them, but uh, I think he's closer to Yankee Stadium than a lot of other people. Um, I, I think that at some point in the very near future, he's going to be helping the team, uh, whether it's as a starting shortstop or as a, a versatile super sub utility guy. It's a good piece to have on your, your team, and obviously it's something that already wants. So uh, I think at some point very soon you're going to see it
0: hasn't played above double a in his career, um, but he's the name that kind of flies under the radar to me. I mean, you hear about all the big prospects for the Yankees and Tyler Wade, isn't the one that, that you often hear in discussions. No,
1: but they love his, uh, his makeup. He's, he's got a good character guy, uh, athletic. Obviously, if you can play all over the field, there's a reason for that. He's got good speed. Uh, he's actually put on a little muscle this spring. So he's driving the ball a little bit better with his lower half. So, all good things to say about Tyler Wade. Um, I, I think that as this goes forward here, the last 10 week, ten days or two weeks of camp, the Yankees are going to be looking at a lot of guys, thinking about who can take over for D.D. Gregorius. And uh, and they're going to be looking defense first. Uh, anything offensively is a bonus. So you've got Ronald Torres in that mix, Ruben Tejada, Pete Cosma. Those guys are in camp as non-roster guys. Uh, but I, I think Tyler Wade is very much in the mix. And if he gets a few hits here and, Uh, plays well. He he might just force his way to New York.
0: I mentioned Wade not being one of those headline prospects. Glaber Torres is one of those headline guys, a guy that obviously there's high hopes for being a premier player in the big leagues. He was sent down to minor league camp. What stood out to you during his time up with the big club this spring?
1: I I think his maturity. I think that you've seen 20-year-olds come into big league camp before and kind of been intimidated by it, and I didn't see that at all with Torres. And and it wasn't in a cocky way. It was just that he knew he belonged here. I I think that uh, you could see the skill level kind of seep through, and and really he made adjustments so quickly. There was a maturity there that I think is uncommon for a 20-year-old. The Yankees talked about how the game – seemed to slow down for him it didn't speed up for him as it as it does for for most kids who are generally out of their teens and suddenly on the field with the big league team so I, I think even the fact that we were talking about that maybe he should go north with the team uh that says a lot for a guy who still hasn't played one inning in double a so he's going to go down to double a he'll play in trenton and uh he'll get his feet wet there but I, i'll be honest with you i don't think he's going to be there very long i think uh, he's going to move quickly and Uh, before very long, I think he's going to force his way to Yankee Stadium at some point.
0: I was going to say, if this injury to D.D. Gregorius happens in July, you wonder if Torres is the guy and he gets his chance right away, right?
1: Yeah, I I think that anything's possible. I think that they they were intent that he he would have to play in the Eastern League a little bit, get adapted to the cold weather, uh, do some of that. Um, But like I said, He went down and played against much older competition in the Arizona Fall League last year and dominated. And that's what you already told him. He said, go down to double A and dominate. And I think that if he does that, if he continues to hit the way he did this spring, uh, he's not going to stay there very long.
0: And get to experience beautiful Trenton in the spring. It's a good time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, uh,
1: Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Let's move on before we get into any trouble with the state of New Jersey. All right. Uh, No hitter combined for the Yankees last week. This is something that you don't really see a lot of in the spring, although randomly in the last week around Major League Baseball, there's been a lot of uh, runs towards this, but the Yankees actually get it done with Tanaka, Jason Shreve, and Jordan Montgomery. Um, It's a fun side note, but it also means that there's three pitchers that pitch great for a night. Tanaka just continues to to look like that ace that, that the Yankees certainly need him to be.
1: Yeah, and and that's so important, especially because uh, the rest of the starting pitching has not really lived up to expectations as far as uh, the Yankees are concerned this spring, but they've got that one guy they can count on, and he's just been dominant. He came in today 13 and a third inning scoreless. uh, has allowed just three hits. He's striking out everybody. Uh, He he hadn't walked anybody until the last time out when he walked two against the Tigers in Lakeland, so uh, Tanaka has been everything the Yankees could have asked for and more. I think that hey, that's your opening day starter, and, and that's at least something, but uh, they really do need to figure out the rest of their rotation there because uh, Cece bath has had a rough spring. Pineda has stumbled a little bit. Uh, obviously, Luis Severino has not has been up and down, and Brian Mitchell up and down. I, I, it's just that whole crop of guys at the back end really make you wonder who's going to step up and take it, and I think it would have made their spring a whole lot easier if somebody had, had really just run with it, but Tanaka has, and I, I guess that's something when you, you're talking about your ace and your opening day starter.
0: Hope to start 1-0 and go from there. We'll see where it goes from there. All right. right, uh, let's. I just wanted to check in on a couple other guys um, that are having nice springs that, that maybe we didn't necessarily see it coming, and Billy McKinney's one of those guys. He's taken some advantage of the fact that Tyler Austin's hurt, Mason Williams hurt. McKinney, to me, the thing that surprises me is that he's still just 22 years old. Um Here's a guy that you remember him being a first-round pick and and a highly thought-of prospect both in Oakland and the Cubs. He was in that Chapman trade as well last July, and maybe he's starting to figure it out.
1: Yeah, I think his stock dropped a little bit because of an injury. He fractured a kneecap fouling a ball off himself a couple of years ago and I think it had affected him a little bit on the field last year, but uh, he, he has taken full advantage of this opportunity. He wasn't even on the invite roster to big league camp until Tyler Austin and Mason Williams got hurt in the first week camp, so uh, he came over, and uh, basically they weren't looking for a whole lot from him, just kind of take innings away from other guys and, and fill in. But he has really made people stand up and take attention, especially with his bat. He's got a few home runs this spring, I believe four. Um, he's hit for power. Uh, he's, he's got a good attitude as far as the coaching staff feels like. So he's not going to break camp with his team, but I think what he's done is remind everybody that, hey, it was more than just Glaver Torres in that trade last spring, uh, last July, Uh, there's more there, and I think that Billy McKinney, uh, he's going to force his way into a lineup and obviously uh, put up some numbers in the minor leagues, and maybe we're talking about him in a a year or so.
0: And then James Caprillion got one shot, I guess, one appearance this spring, and he made the most of it on Thursday. Uh, Two hitless frames against Toronto. He looked really good. Obviously a high draft pick for this Yankee team that they think can move quickly, um, battle the injury bug a bit, but he looks like... Maybe he's going to get back on track this season down in the minors.
1: Yeah, I mean, all he's got to do is stay healthy. And I think that uh, he can follow that same program that they did in 2015 with Luis Severino. If you remember, he came up and made 11 starts at the end of the season in the big leagues. But I, I think that the key is staying healthy. He probably would have moved very quickly last year had he not gotten hurt. It uh, was obviously limited to only three starts uh, for Class A Tampa. But, I mean, the stuff is there. The, uh, the mentality is there. Similar to Torres you talk to Caprillion, you watch him go around his business, and, and you see a guy, he's he's dead serious about it. Um, you know, he, he laughs, he has fun, but uh, I think that when the ball is in his hand, when he's on the mound, this guy is all business. He says he wants to be an ace, and uh, so he's setting the bar high for himself. He believes in himself. You you feel the confidence, and that's that's a lot of what you get in this Yankee camp. It's, it's kids who know they belong here, and we're talking about Taurus. We're talking about Caprillion. I can name a few others as well, but... Uh, that's encouraging for the Yankees, especially when they're going into this baby bomber process here and and really focusing on the future. It seems like there's kids who want to be a part of it, who know they can be a part of it, and they're determined to make that happen.
0: Great stuff, Brian. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.